Greetings. What you're about to experience is the newest order, the new ruling class, and the best of new releases from top actively performing songwriters and bands, plying their trade around the world and the world of the internet. Welcome to Radio Crystal Blue, Novus Ordo. music from Courtney Hale Revia from Southeast Texas. 
kicking off this edition of what I call Radio Crystal Blue Novus Ordo, beginning of show number 461. This program gives you brand new releases from leading songwriters and bands from just about all parts of the web and this planet Earth. Artists that you can get to hear on future editions of my other program, the long-running Radio Crystal Blue. Both shows can be heard anytime you wish. They can be streamed, downloaded, and shared in a number of podcast platforms. They include Podomatic.com, Mixcloud.com, Stitcher.com, Anchor.fm, Apple, iTunes, Overcast.fm, Pocketcast, Castbox.fm, Breaker.audio, Spotify, Radiopublic.com, Google Podcasts, and the Internet Archive at archive.org. Also, a recent addition is player.fm. You may also ask Siri to play Radio Crystal Blue. You may also pledge your financial support by going to anchor.fm slash radio cblue slash support. Find me by email at dan at radiocrystalblue.net and on Twitter at radio cblue. Courtney Hale Rivia mentioned she's from Southeast Texas. She has immersed herself in music since the age of five, started singing in church with her family, and was educated in music through middle and high school years, considering her search for more musical knowledge as an adult. She worked as an independent artist in 2004, along with the Texas Renaissance Festival, same year she graduated college. After five years of teaching math, she spent a few months of self-study and became a certified music teacher. She has taught music both privately and in public education, and has enjoyed many other opportunities since including her present position as music director at her community church. Her most recent work is titled Tattered, an eclectic mix of country, alternate rock, Americana, spiritual, and folk. She writes about her real-life experiences and of those around her and likes to claim her music is a lot like the local weather. If you don't like it now, something's bound to come along that you will. <laughs> Courtney Hale Revia, C-O. U-R-T-N-E-Y-H-A-L-E-R-E-V-I-A CourtneyHaleRivia.com Track 7 on this album is called Dollface And on this recording, Carlos Castellanos is on the piano Steve Allison on the drums Josh Smith on violin Rankin Peters on bass And Courtney hailing rhythm guitar and vocals with every song, of course Go from this to the second of six albums on... This edition of RCB Nova Sordo. Let's see what I've got next. We'll go to Panama City, Florida, and the sound of Mike Deckley. I don't have really updated information on him, but here's what I got this uh, most recent album. This one, I believe, is a new release. It's called That Kind of Guy. He was born in Florida, but moved with his family to Athens, Georgia at the age of five. When he was 12, he started playing the violin. As a freshman in high school, he was invited to play in the Georgia All-State Orchestra, and he also played in the University of Georgia Orchestra. In his junior year in high school, his dad purchased a silver tone guitar from Sears, and the fiddle has been on the back burner ever since. He was influenced musically by the popular folk artists of the time, including Bob Dylan, John Denver, John Prine, and Doc Watson. He likes to take that same thought-provoking sort of approach in uh, singing and writing, as did his heroes. In late 60s, he began playing in coffee houses and speakeasies and other nice places in Atlanta and also Athens. In those uh, shows, even it was include a few original songs. In the late 70s, with encouragement from wife Christy, Mike started making regular trips to Nashville. In 1982, after years of dropping off tapes, talking to publishers, and being told that the hooks ain't strong enough, he decided to record one of his own songs. He developed a close relationship with late Roger Bowling, who had worked with uh, 
Kenny Rogers on a few songs, and he introduced Mike to Byron Hill, then a young writer and producer for ATV Music Group in Nashville. Mike says, quote, Byron Hill is a creative genius whose songwriting and producer credits are legendary. Byron produced Mike's first record, Scarlet Fever. It was a chart maker in Billboard and a pick hit. Within weeks of Mike's release, Kenny Rogers heard the song at a local radio station and contacted Mike and asked about recording the song himself. Kenny recorded Scarlet Fever and released it in July of 1983. It was Mike's first published song and it became his first number one. Mike signed to Lionsmate Music for publishing soon after for an exclusive writer's contract. The association lasts until Kenny sold his publishing company. Kenny has recorded six of Mike's songs to date. And the trek goes on from there, where in 1987, Mike had uh, signed with Song Source Incorporated, an association that produced cuts by Ricky Skaggs, Bo Bandy, The Whites, Hank Thompson, Keith Whitley, and several overseas artists. And he had a top 10 hit with Tracy Bird entitled Don't Love Make a Diamond Shine. Then he continued to release albums under his own name, and I don't have information as to the last 10 years of whatever uh, some total he's uh, compiled, but I do have music from this uh, new album called That Kinda Guy. This is track 7, it's called We're Gonna Ride Again.
steel horse ride on the streets of gold Has the promised land got any old back roads There ain't no doubt you're done a burnout on the cloud Knowing you, you probably laid it down Have you read it up by the angels saying Did the Lord get on you? Did he take your wings for a while? You better get them back before I get in Cause brother, we're gonna ride again His name is Mike Deckley, M-I-K-E-D-E-K-L-E, music.com is the website. We heard We're Gonna Ride Again off his album, That Kind of Guy. It's the latest in his long history of music and music business. See what's next here on RCB Novus Ordo. Music from Stasia Thiel, whose area of work includes Americana, alternative country, and straight-up songwriting. She is a classically trained opera singer, born and raised in rural Wisconsin, on an eclectic mix of Dixieland jazz, 70s rock, and barbershop harmonies. She explores her music through captivating lyrics and searing vocal lines. She's been writing, recording, and performing music for decades. After a move from New York City to the suburbs, she found herself writing at the kitchen table late at night against the sweet silence of suburbia. As the songs accumulated, she longed to cut a solo record. A chance meeting took her songs from the kitchen table to what is now her debut album. It's called Street to the Middle. For the record, she worked with producer, songwriter, and guitarist Scott E. Moore after sharing what is now the final track with Scott during a rehearsal in the studio. The two connected on their mutual affinity for raw, vulnerable songwriting, great vocals, and melodic guitar. Soon she began culling through the vast catalog of songs stored on her iPhone and hard drive to share with Scott. Nine songs were chosen to live together on this record, and Scott assembled a dream team, including Dan Reiser, who's worked with Nora Jones, and Kim Rosen, whose credits include Amy Mann, to give those songs wins. Let's hear how one of them turned out. This is from the album Straight to the Middle. Track 8 is called 10th Avenue. It's from Stasia Thiel. Catherine, I can't hear the truth. Can we go back to the avenue? Two young fans out on there. New York City, welcome home TV talking through the walls Tweety saying and watching me fall Drinks a quarter after three Wandering around aimlessly Raising glasses in your neck 
can't take no more, I can't take no more Just holding on Gotta feel alive Round the corner she does wait It's an undisputed fate Face to face when it's time But right now this life is mine And right now all of these thoughts are bringing me No more, I can't take no more, I can't take no more Just holding on And right now all of these thoughts are bringing me down Hanging tight, a merry-go-round I can't take no more, I can't take no more, I can't take no more Just That is 10th Avenue from the new album Straight to the Middle. And uh, here's who performed on this. She's on vocals, acoustic, and also harmonica across the disc. Scott is on various guitars and lap steel. Dave Richards on bass. Dan Reiser on drums. Peter Vidalone on piano and keys. Randy Crafton with some extra percussion and loops and such. StaciaThiel.com is S-T-A-C-I-A-T-H-I-E-L.com. Halfway through this edition of Radio Crystal Blue Novus Ordo, I'm Dan Herman. Every show is available to stream, download, and share in a number of podcast platforms. A list of those I've given you at the top of the show, and I'll repeat those later. You can find some more details about enjoying the program right through the website, right on the landing page. It gives you the latest playlist, details on how to listen, and some more details beyond that on the homepage of RadioCrystalBlue.net. Next we hear the music of a gentleman who is more widely known as a, a writer. And, well, goodness, uh, you want to brace yourselves, because this is a, quite a history from a gentleman whose name, well, you have seen, whose work you have seen as much as heard. His name is James Kahn. Coming from his first-person biography he wrote for his website, here's the details. He's been involved in writing since the age of nine. He would read amazing stories and tales from the crypt and rewrite the endings. And he has enjoyed making music since his first guitar lesson at age 12. He wrote his first song at age 14. Always a class clown, telling jokes. And he realized at the heart of him, he is a storyteller. He got his first short story published in Playboy magazine while he was still in college about a Chicago mailman who got stuffed into a street corner postal box by some gang members, locked inside for a few hours. Loosely based on a true story, actually it almost happened to his cousin. He says the last thing he ever was going to do was be a doctor. His dad was one. On the other hand, he could imagine ever making a living by writing. Naturally, he did go to medical school, and he went to the uh, went to a college in Chicago, getting immersed in the stuff 
regarding uh, being a doctor and did graduate in 1974 and did an internship in internal medicine. It was a rather all-consuming experience. He did become an ER doc, partly because he could schedule some time off to pursue his other interests. In the ER, you were never on call. When you were working, you were working hard. When you weren't working, you were really off. Not having to be available day after day, week after week. He did his residency at uh, the uh, ER of uh, USC in Los Angeles County, biggest ER in the country. He would see 1,000 patients a day. No exaggeration. He would finish his residency at UCLA and then went to work as an ER doc at various hospitals around Los Angeles. But he also scheduled free time for himself to do other things he wanted. He became a dad, made music with friends, did some writing. He began publishing novels, science fiction, murder, mysteries, and then someone called the front desk of the ER he was working at to ask if there was anyone who could help this person figure out how to resuscitate an alien in a movie she was producing. Well, James went to Laird Studios, along with a number of other doctors and nurses, where they did the technical consulting and worked as extras on E.T., the extraterrestrial. While there, he became an acquaintance of Steven Spielberg himself and gave him a copy of his first science fiction novel, World Enough and Time. He liked it well enough to assign him the writing of the novelization of the other movie he was doing at the same time, called Poltergeist. He wrote it under the gun in a month. And so, his career in Hollywood started. He went on to novelize several more films you've heard of called Return of the Jedi, as well as Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, The Goonies, and Poltergeist 2. He would start sending out spec scripts to TV shows. First sale he got was Seen Elsewhere. That script got him a job on a sitcom titled ER with Elliot Gould, on which he created a character played by a very young George Clooney. For the next 20 years... He wrote for and eventually produced a lot of TV shows, culminating with being co-executive producer on Melrose Place, also supervising producer on Star Trek Voyager. So the biggest credibility with his kids came with his work with Xena, Warrior Princess, and also writing for All My Children on its last year on broadcast TV. Well, we come full circle to songwriting. He had always wanted to record, so he linked up with music producer David West and spent some time doing four CDs of original material. He may as well put it in the category of Americana, but it's a combination of folk, blues, and country. His first CD was called Waterline, mostly heartfelt folk music. The second, Man Walks Into a Bar, kind of a concept album with each track about one of the people in this bar one night. The third, Instrumental Scenery, is remixed instrumentally of the first two albums. After that was The Twelfth Elf, all kids' songs, many of which he wrote for his own kids as they were growing up. And we come to the present day with a lot of other stuff happening, including writing a Civil War novel called Matamoros. Also, his latest CD is out. It's called The Meaning of Life, folk songs in Americana about facing the last act of our lives, looking back, looking ahead, and looking within. There should be a Patreon page coming soon, complete with old writings, new writings, music, and also James telling the stories of his strange life on video. More to come for sure. Some more details are at his website, but now very excited to give you the music from his album, The Meaning of Life. This is track nine. This is called Waterline. Sometimes it seems to me my heart's going blind Tangled up and strangled but I don't much mind I turn on the radio, some fool I don't know is talking about living and dying 
searching for sign on the waterline where the starlights glimmer and shine. Cross on over that water line I get a little lost sometimes A little too on my own Thought I was a loner I was just alone Now nothing to do But get up and go to Wherever it is I think that I'm Searching for sign on the waterline Where the starlights glimmer and shine Don't know what I'll find When I cross on over that waterline This morning, Lord, the trail was so cold Hunt for the mother load of this fool's gold Turn on the radio, some clown I don't know Is preaching all the lies he's been told I'm searching for sign on the waterline Where the starlights glimmer and shine On over that water line. So love to find on the water line. Don't know what I'll find when I cross on over that water line. Don't know, don't know that water line. Don't know. Waterline from his new album called The Meaning of Life. James with 
lead vocals and rhythm guitar. And uh, these folks, David West as producer on rhythm guitar, string bass, and harmony vocals. Sean Thies on outro vocals. Gabe Witcher on violin. That's pretty much everybody. The website is thatjamescon.com and on Twitter, that same spelling. Now we'll go to a songwriter with the rather unique name, I suppose, of John Smith. Not to be confused with a gentleman who also calls himself John Smith, who is uh, essentially one word as John Smith, whose roots are in Wisconsin. This gentleman does separate the names John and Smith. He is from England, born in Essex, raised by the Devon Seaside, and currently residing in Liverpool. He's released five albums with over 10 million Spotify streams, playing to audiences worldwide. Learning his trade, studying the music of Richard Thompson and John Martin, his intimate takes on love, loss, and the journey we make, combined with his innovative guitar work, have won him a loyal following. Sometimes using a slide, sometimes with a guitar on his lap, sometimes detuning mid-song. He leads a listener, enthralled in his presence on a viscerally emotional journey. He has opened for full greats, including John Martin, David Graham, and John Renborn who called John Smith the, quote, future of folk music. He has been a guest of artists such as Jackson Brown, Martin Carthy, Jarvis Cocker, Glenn Hansard, and Rodney Crowell. And as occasional role as sideman, he's played guitar for artists like David Gray, Lisa Hannigan, Joe Henry, and Joan Baez, among the notable. He has released five records. Most recent one was Headlong. And returns now with a new one. It's called Hummingbird. I'll give you uh, Unquiet Grave. That's just the one that actually closes the album. It's brand new from John Smith. Sweet lips, that is all 
John Smith. Unquiet Grave is the name of that one. He's on guitars, vocals, and keys across this album. Kara Dillon with vocals, John McCusker on fiddle and whistles, Ben Nichols on bass, Sam Lakeman on shakers. John Smith, John Smith is the website. I believe he's on Twitter also at the John Smith. Before we get to our final disc for this edition of RCB Novus Ordo, a reminder to those listening who are curious about how to get music onto this program and, of course, on Radio Crystal Blue itself. Essentially, I am looking for music released in the year 2019 from active performing artists. Music on CD gets aired on this program. Downloads get featured and promoted on the main program itself. Here's the address. Dan Herman. Radio Crystal Blue, 
121 129th Street South, letter C, number 8, in Tacoma, Washington. 98444 is the zip code. I'm also accepting electronic press kits, what we call EPKs, through two websites. They are sonicbids.com and musicsubmit.com. DJ Flower Dove and myself go through the uh, list of EPKs and we contact artists among those that we think will be best representative of either show. Last up for this program is Pat Byrne, whose early influences were Johnny Cash and Elvis, first encouraging him to pick up the guitar. He started drumming as a young teen and formed his first band in 2007. He would continue to play professionally throughout college. He signed with Universal and released his album's debut single in November of 2012. He continues to this day to tour Ireland, the UK, and Europe as a solo artist. He began collaborating with Alan Downey of the rock band Aslan in 2014. With Pat on lead vocals and guitar, they perform a diverse range of music, including Pat's originals. He toured the U.S. for the first time in 2017, joined by some of Austin's finest musicians. Right here I have the follow-up to his first album. It is called Rituals, part of a two-CD set that is also backed with a live album called Live at Anderson Fair. I don't have details on the studio sessions. Nevertheless, very happy to give you this from uh, Pat Byrne. We hear the opening track, the title track of the two-CD set. It's called Rituals, and it sounds like this.
There is Pat Byrne, Rituals, from the two-CD set, that is the title track. Website is patburn-music.com, and he's on Twitter at patburn underscore, spelling the same P-A-T-B-Y-R-N-E. I'll put the cap on the bottle for this edition of RCB Nova's Ordeal. I'm Dan Herman, thanking you for giving listen. Also, thanks to DJ Flower Dove for her assistance with production of each and every related program. Shows are available to download, stream, and to share on the various platforms for podcasting that I mentioned at the beginning of the program. Full details are at the website, radiocrystalblue.net. Now, I remind you again, you can pledge your financial support for this show by going to anchor.fm slash radio cblue slash support. Hope to see you next time. Do take care. Namaste.